Hello, everyone, and hello, Miles. What's up, Jason? So, Miles, once again, Jason. Uh, here we are. We're breaking the rules. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not sure how that happens. Where but... we're going, we, we don't need rules. <laughs> Wait, I've heard that before. <laughs> well, today, we're at the inaugural Los Angeles Coffee Festival. And if you love all things coffees, this is the festival you have to attend. It's really full of coffee roasters, coffee equipment, coffee foods, pretty much Anything and everything that has to do with coffee. And coffee itself. Yes, which is our favorite part. We get to go around and try lots of different coffees. And if you're here, you can do the same. Food truck downstairs. (laughs) That's right. You're set. Uh, So not only that, they created an L.A. coffee guide. That's right. And they went through a very complex process to pick the top 40 coffee shops in L.A., and we're going to talk to Jeffrey Young, who is the coffee aficionado and the founder of this festival. He's the one that spearheaded this guide, and we're going to have him on the show today. That's right. And along with all that, we're going to give you our thoughts on this coffee festival, our week, kids, and of course, coffee on this edition of Coffee Cafe. Coffee Cafe! Coffee Cafe! <laughs> Welcome. We are two work from home dads who get together once a week to find the best coffee around. It's our meeting at the water cooler, a chance to have some great coffee and conversation. And you know, why do we even do this part anymore, Jason? I, I the rules, <laughs> we're not following rules anymore. Look, we started in Burbank, yeah. and now we're just, we've we're, gotten too big for Burbank. We're and the surrounding around. areas, we're in the super surrounding areas. We're downtown today. That's right. We, we usually stay local, but... But today we're at the coffee festival. That's right. And we're really glad to be here. And we're at the Reef. It's a creative space downtown. That's right. Right off the 10. Big chair out in front. (laughs) There's a giant chair out in front. I'm not sure why, but maybe it has something to do with a reef. I don't know. I'm waiting for someone to come sit in it. (laughs) But uh, regardless, it's the inaugural Los Angeles Coffee Festival. And it's held um, this year. It's held from November 9th through the 11th. And it's an annual event. And it's the first time they've been here in L.A. They have festivals in New York, Milan, uh, Amsterdam, and London. That sounds like a modeling uh, route, doesn't <laughs> it? almost does, yeah. But it's very Coffee popular. Coffee and modeling. So Jeffrey, who we talked to, and we'll play the interview in a minute, uh, he was telling us it's huge, in, especially in London and those areas. That Cutting off attendance. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's so popular because they really go out of their way to bring everything coffee. And, and if you were a coffee fan, you just want to be a part of it to experience the event. Well, it's all parts of the experience, right? You yeah. have the, the business, the roasters. That's right. Uh, they, have, they bring music in. They bring charity. That's right. Work. Yeah. All in the same space. It caters to everybody. Anybody who loves coffee, from beginners to professionals. And they even have a day that's just for professionals, and then the rest of it is open to everybody. What day is today? Uh, today is it's open to everybody. Uh, the first day... Why are we not on the professionals day, Jason? <laughs> well, maybe that tells you something, Miles. <laughs> But one of the great things is we got to meet with a lot of roasters here. That's right. We got to meet with uh, Tectonic, uh, the Verve, the Bean Brothers, uh, Cognoscenti. And it's a, a great opportunity to try some of their coffee. Yeah. And, man, some of it just blows your mind. Yeah. Some of them are L.A. roasters yeah. who are local. Some of them are outside of the city who are trying to break into the L.A. market and meet more people. So yeah, it's really like a cordial and friendly Environment, you know, going from booth to booth and just chatting with people about what they do. What a great opportunity to be able to try all these different types of coffees and different types of beans and different everything. Yeah. Uh, all in one location. You don't get that opportunity often. <laughs> and it's a treat uh, if you're a coffee fan. 
Uh, and the nice thing about it is that, as you say, Miles, everyone here has been nothing but so warm and friendly. Even the people walking around, everybody's got a smile on their face. Maybe that's the caffeine. <laughs> Although I did learn one thing. What's that? This is maybe the second time in the last year I've been like overly caffeinated yes. in a place before, to uh -huh. the point where your head's like spinning a little bit. <laughs> uh -huh. And uh, it's an interesting feeling. The last one was at the last uh, coffee festival that we went to. That's right. And you just kind of go through doing a taste test. Yes. And you should probably be spitting out the samples. <laughs> and you're just drinking them. So you end up having like five espressos yeah. in uh, the course of 15 minutes. And <laughs> it's just a little too much. Is it really? Is it bad? I guess, yeah, it is. Uh, not too much, but it's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot of caffeine. It's more than I would have just drinking comfortably at my house. That's true. <laughs> but it's fun in the end. You still have a good time. That's right. <laughs> Which is what it all boils down to. And with everything that they offer, if you have any love for coffee, you will find something here that you will enjoy and it will be worth the price of admission because uh, we have run into some things that we never expect, some, some unique uh, offering some food offerings, the little treats and things that we got to try that we would have never tried anywhere else and that had coffee inside of them and they were fantastic. I'm still waiting for them to sell the uh, coffee setup from Breaking Bad. Yeah. With the, the test tubes? And they're the, making meth, the and then one day they decide, you know, <laughs> they're prepping coffee for the morning. Yeah. And they decide, the line was like, man, if you can make coffee that's this good, what are we making meth for? <laughs> but there was a very intricate system of test tubes yes. And, uh, yes. and all that equipment. Well, we got to try some. The vacuum? Yeah, vacuum brew, where they let us try that and the difference between the, that and the French roast. I'm going to need to taste something that's yeah. a little more spectacular than that sample before I buy a vacuum <laughs> That's uh, <true. laughs> brewing equipment. Okay. Until then, we'll yeah. continue making meth. Yeah. <laughs> what? Wait, Hold what's on. That? What kind of show is this? <laughs> well, with all the stuff that we've been um, talking about and all the things that we've experienced here at this festival, which has been a lot of fun, uh, the one thing that we have been very excited about when we heard about that they had created this was this Los Angeles Coffee Guide. Now, uh, I don't know about you, Miles, but if I had the opportunity to go visit a city and they handed me a coffee guide, I'd just start at number one <laughs> and by work my way all the way through it. Yeah. And what's interesting, and you are going to talk to the person who spearheaded this, Jeffrey, in a minute, but they had a very intricate system of how they picked the coffee shops and how they judged them. It wasn't just like, oh, this tastes good. Let's like, I like this one. It was very, very detailed. Almost as detailed as our methodology. <laughs> well... <laughs> Maybe not quite. <laughs> so, yeah, they created this guide, which uh, it really includes all the stuff that they rated, including the top 40 places in L.A. Yeah, they, you know, they lay out, like, the top 40 and the top 10, and they cover, you know, like, the west side. They get up to Pasadena, they downtown L.A. Yeah. And we had the opportunity of sitting down with him yeah. and uh, asking him a few questions, talking for a little bit about the uh, about the festival and about his uh, how he got into coffee. And, and he happens to be the founder of all these coffee festivals. So, Jeffrey, welcome to the show. Thank you. Mark. You are the CEO, the genius behind this whole operation, aren't you? Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> it's, uh, you must love coffee. I love coffee. I, I love the community coffee brings. I love, I love coffee shops. I think they are extraordinary places of human interaction yeah. and reflection and also an oasis, you know, from a... Uh, a busy world that we have today and, and it's all kind of centered around the beauty of coffee. Yeah. What is your connection? What is the passion that connected you to coffee? 
It was the coffee shop, actually. Really? And But it was also the excitement of the new era of coffee that I saw nearly 25 years ago now, um, actually on campus, <laughs> <laughs> down in Houston, Texas, actually, for all kinds really? of things. It was, it was the, the, the likes of Starbucks were, and, and Whole Foods were tiny little businesses in those days, and I used to love yeah. to hang out in, you know, a Whole Foods store on a Saturday, and they were selling gourmet coffee, flavored coffee on the, uh, you know, in the, sort of on campus, and, and that was kind of like, whoa, this is new and exciting. Fast forward 25 years, and we have a way more exciting industry. We've kind of gone through the third wave, the fourth wave, we're now into the fifth wave of coffee, and it's a, it's a really interesting industry. The sort of like the boutique of coffee is now scaling up, mm-hmm. and and we're and we're you know enjoying better coffee. There's a, there's we're buying coffee direct from farmers now, and it's, it's we're tasting a whole greater of a variety of coffees, and there are just many more, many more people enjoying the coffee and the coffee shop experience and it's become just fabric of society stuff and, and, and it's good news for, for, for all of us. <laughs> yeah. 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 What were you hoping to accomplish with Los Angeles Coffee Festival well, and your series of coffee festivals throughout the, throughout yeah, the world? Yeah, the coffee festivals you know, are designed to be sort of an exploration of coffee, a kind of reflection of the global coffee industry, the whole ecosystem of coffee, you know, from the from the from the farmers to the roasters to the equipment companies to the baristas and sort of reflection of this great um, creative coffee scene, um, people that love coffee, but also with a local interpretation. So, you know, again, making sure that it wasn't just a cookie cutter from, you know, from what we had in London. We've got a very successful coffee festival in London with 32,000 people and it's probably the the biggest coffee, specialty coffee event in, in, in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, why Great Britain? I don't know, it's uh, crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> then we took it to Amsterdam and that was really successful. And then, and then our, our journey was like, okay, let's go to the most caffeinated city on the planet, that was New York City. <laughs> and four years later, we're, you know, we're going, wow, this is, this is amazing, this coffee culture. We, we've, we've helped to bring it alive, but we've also watched it come alive. And then, well, reflecting society and reflecting kind of how the world is evolving, you know, you'd have to be blind to miss how exciting Los Angeles is as a city. Yeah. Uh, it's right on the edge. Um, we, we were asked, you know, why aren't you doing this in Seattle? Why aren't you going to Oregon? <laughs> you know, well, well, you know, that's a good problem. Los to have. Angeles is a great yeah. problem to have, but you know, so. So we thought, well, no, no, no. Uh, you know, everyone from New York is moving to LA. You know, this right, is this yeah. is the cool place. <laughs> so first of all, but the coffee scene is exploding here. The, you know, we, we you know, the, whether it's the big guys, you know, like the Blue Bottle Coffees and the Bluestone Lanes, and then the Stump Towns opening more stores, etc. In this in this place, um, then there's other local players like Roundworks and Commissary yep. and others, um, and then there are the little guys that are setting up, and then there's guys from Australia like PCP and others, and and it's it's getting very exciting, and the, and, the, and the quality of of coffee shops, and then in the array of roasters, I mean there are. It's incredible. We, isn't it? yeah. I mean, the, it seems like thousands of roasters pop up exactly. every day. Yeah, we, I mean, we must have over a hundred roasters present here in this yeah. in this mm-hmm. first launch event making coffee on one of the one of the booths or, or with their own booths etc and that's that's really exciting so it's right at the edge and I think reflecting the edge of of coffee here and, and, and what could be one of the most progressive 
and exciting and dynamic coffee cities in the world now in Los Angeles. Yeah, and, and you can see it when you're walking the festival here. You can see it in everybody's eyes. You know, yep. it's a passion. It's, yeah, they're going to have Absolutely. some great coffee, and yeah. that's a bonus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man, wow, everybody's and, smiling. And a quest for, yep, absolutely. It's a very happy city. <laughs> I don't know, it's just, I, I think it's the, the, the sunshine, the CBD, <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the coffee. Oh, is that what it's it is? Definitely. <laughs> so whole, that festival's it's, it's later. A, yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a whole collection of all the great things that there are in this, in this town. Yeah. And it's the optimism of, of this town as well. And so, um, you know, we also wanted to reflect the cultural elements. So we have kind of a live music stage with the Coffee Music Project. And we have Los Angeles artists, young artists who are coming and playing, um, giving them an opportunity to sort of win this competition. Yeah, I, I heard about that. Coffee Coffee you're giving some, them an opportunity to come here, play. They're going to get judged. They're going to be able to uh, eventually end up on a, on a compilation album. Is that what the, pro that, the that's, There's that, but also the, the winning act will be flown to London. Wow. They'll be uh, able to play uh, at the London Coffee Festival. So that, again, the 32,000 people over those four days will get to enjoy their music. Oh, wow. We'll also get them recording sessions. I mean, we're talking to the likes of um, Abbey Road Studios and, 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 and other really, really great studios there um, who embrace the kind of the charity cause of this event as well. Um, and the musicians themselves, you know, absolutely love the fact that this event connects to providing clean drinking water to to communities. Um, we, likewise, we have an art gallery that's inspired by um, by coffee, and, and again, that's a kind of a cultural uh, element. Um, and again, reflecting the Los Angeles scene, uh, an experimental little project this year was to launch our movie room, and we have a, a, a competition for independent filmmakers, and we also have a film from Stumptown, Flower of Flowers, showing in the movie room. Again, we're going to build upon that. This is the first year. Yeah. But, you know, Hollywood. You know, <laughs> what could we do? <laughs> what could right. we, you know, we've got to have film here. That's we're right, in Hollywood. of course. Um, the other thing that's really exciting about Los Angeles, not directly connected to coffee, but very much kind of aligned with it and, and actually complementary, is the emerging, exciting young food scene here. We have um, chefs giving demonstrations in our kitchen um, feature area from great ca cafes like Trinity, Pollen, uh, Go Get Em Tiger, oh, yeah. and uh, we have a, a wonderful chef from uh, Destroyer as well, showing how to make food uh, and demonstrating to this audience the connection between coffee and food and tasting and pairing and all that kind of stuff so it's a very very rich cultural uh, experience you and, really uh, took the personality of los angeles and put it in a venue here and, and, and coffee cocktails are they a thing I mean, as well yeah. surrounded by coffee is that what <laughs> exactly, you did yeah, right yeah it's yeah. an amazing thing and it's just the inaugural one uh, uh, it's, uh, unfortunately, that this is the last day for this one, but luckily there'll be another year coming. Absolutely, yeah, we'll be back. And next it's only going to get bigger and better, I would suppose. Absolutely, yeah. I think we've, you know, you have to establish yourself in the city. I mean, we've got a lot of support, like literally all the cafe owners from the from the great coffee um, operators in yeah. you know in inside our um, Los Angeles Coffee Guidebook, which we've released. Um, they're all here. A lot of their customers are here. Something to build on and um, something to be very proud of. That it's going to be 
maybe one day America's largest coffee event. When you go from shop to shop and you have your criteria for picking it in the guy, there's the top 40 in the LA area and then the mm -hmm. top 10. Mm -hmm. What are the main things you look for when you're going into a shop for uh, for distinguishing the, the, the very best shops yeah, in Los Angeles? It, it's, it's getting harder and harder to stand out in a world where there's a lot of high quality and, and particularly yeah. in a city like Los Angeles where the... Um, the aesthetics of coffee shops here are really, really good. So, you know, it's the moment you walk in the door, what do you feel? Does it feel awesome? It's not only about the coffee, it's about the whole experience. And, and you, you, you're also looking for, how is the customer perceiving this? Yeah. So are they enjoying this? And then it's okay. You look at their coffee preparation. Things like, you know, do they have one grinder and a tiny little machine? <laughs> or do they have three grinders and a, like a massive, you know, three-group machine that is clean, that is like ready to go? Because, say, three grinders often means they are actually maybe serving m different types of coffees and they're not just like, oh, we'll do a bit with that. We've invested in the coffee experience. Mm -hmm. Then it's about the workstations. Are they clean? Are they, you know, or is it this shabby kind of like throw it down and knock down? And sure. Are they coffee professionals in terms of do, do they enjoy the craft or are they just like banging it it's out? It's just a job for them, yeah. some people, right. And the, the care that they put into the preparation of the coffee, you can see that in the workings. And then ultimately, it's in the cup. Right. And it's in the experience and it's in the taste. And that's all very personal, but so... There's a lot of non-personal things that you can evaluate before you get to the taste of that cup. Well, let's talk a little bit more about this book. You've created this Los Angeles Coffee Guide, which is a Bible, I would say, for Los Angeles. <laughs> it's a little bit thinner than the Bible, but well, maybe a little it, bit. It, 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 um, you know, if if the path that you know New York and London have taken, that book will get thicker very quickly. Okay. There are already um, a number of outlets that have opened that are not yet in that book because they weren't open when we uh, sent the book to printer only, okay. only three weeks ago. You right. know? And, and, but for, for people that haven't seen this book, basically it's got everything. It's got uh, the, what you have rated the top 40 and the top, top 10 yep. uh, coffee shops in LA. Mm -hmm. It's got information on coffee in general, about the shops, about the, about the roasters. You, almost everything that you want to know about coffee is in here. You could take this around. If you've never been to LA, yeah. you could take this around and, and just find your best coffee and, and not have to do all the work. You've done the work for us. And, and the app will be coming out very soon. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this is an amazing book. So uh, let's talk about how you did this because you say you went in there and you've given us your criteria, but to be able to, I mean, there's so many coffee shops yeah. in LA, yeah. right? I mean, how do you narrow it down to these guys? To it's the top a process. Of I mean, we as a business began as a, as a research consultancy specializing in coffee. Yeah. Um, so the research process um, so your experience, some, you know what you're doing. Well, yeah, some of it's quite obvious in a sense that you start with the lists. Um, you know, you're hitting into a new city and you start with the lists of, oh, these are the ones that people say are the best. Mm -hmm. But then you go and visit those places and then you ask those, the baristas and those working in the companies, what else is around this neighborhood? Anything else new opened? And so you're exploring neighborhood, neighborhood at a mm -hmm. time. And it becomes quite obvious where the hotspots are likely to be located. Uh-huh. And again, there are, more, there are more than 110 because we did not put every single blue bottle, every single commissary, every sure. single every single groundwork. There are probably, in our view, over 200 craft coffee venues in Los Angeles. Yeah. 
and they're more opening up, you know. Every day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so we're going to have a tough time next year because this is the moment, and I think it's perfect timing for our festival. Uh, this is the moment that the market is starting to accelerate. I mean, well, this is a terrible job. It must be That's tough for you uh, yeah, to, to just, love coffee as much as you do yeah, and have and to, to go all go these to, places. Oh, and to come to, come to mean, Los Angeles. You know, like, that's just uh, that's brutal. Oh, wow. Well, when you, when you, <laughs> it you know, is a little It's freezing here. cold in London right now, <laughs> oh. and, and we have to go to Los Angeles. Oh, you know. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next year. Listen to music, <laughs> hang out in coffee shops. Yeah, it's, uh, drink great coffee. Oh, yeah. What a job. Yeah. <laughs> and Talk so, to a couple of clowns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right. Wait a second. Are you talking about us? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. That's clowns right. are good sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least we don't have the makeup on. So uh, the, what, if someone wants to get this book, can they get it online? Or is, do you it'll have to come to the online. festival? It'll be available It'll be available on Amazon ultimately. Not yet. Um, but, yeah, the festival is the launch of it. And right. so uh, no one, you know, that's not, um, at this festival can get this book at that time, at this time. All right. And then oh, you mentioned also the, the charity. Yeah. Uh, I heard that every ticket that you buy here, there's some of it that goes to a charity. What's yeah. the charity that yeah. you're supporting? And we're supporting, um, the ultimate charity we're supporting here is Charity Water. Yeah. We're giving the money for them uh, via our own con um, charity called Project Waterfall. And the idea is to give clean drinking water to human beings in coffee producing countries. To date, we've given about $1.3 million oh, wow. uh, to directly to causes in a number of countries, um, you know, Africa, Uganda, Kenya, Ethiopia, Rwanda, Tanzania, Nicaragua, some stuff has gone to Vietnam as well. So we're on a mission to use these festivals and other activities that we do to, to provide opportunities for clean water uh, in coffee-growing communities. Because... We sit with our daily coffee and go, oh, you know, and, and this morning I woke up a bit early and I went uh, before coming here, 7.36, I was outside a coffee shop and it wasn't open yet and there were a whole bunch of people waiting for this coffee shop to open mm -hmm. and uh, I, me... Yeah, even though I'm coming to a coffee festival <laughs> wait, yeah, today, so, pre-coffee festival, I'm like needing my caffeine. daily essentials. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to pay 4 or $5 for a coffee. And I want this specific one because there are other coffee shops around that are open. But I want this one. Right. So I'm prepared sure. to wait for this quality. Uh, other people are doing the same. So this daily necessity that is really a daily treat and actually a, a complete luxury yeah. when right. you consider uh -huh. how other people in coffee communities and, uh, and other communities in coffee producing countries um, don't have the daily basis of clean water. So we think that festivals like these and conversations like these are you know, mind-opening opportunities for us to kind of debate these things and actually think about how we can help and to the more festivals we build, the more we'll be able to deliver clean water. You're, you're essentially touching all parts of the coffee industry yeah. from, from the beginning to the end. Yeah. And, what, and you're making a huge impact, aren't you? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it's the goal It's a lot of fun. You. It's the goal. And um, completely blessed to be able to be in this position to do this. Yeah. You know. What are we, should we expect uh, next year when we come to the coffee festival? I, I think we would be very disappointed if it wasn't double the size. Wow. <laughs> you know, the journey that we've been on in other cities, you know, this was London eight years ago. Now it's a 32,000 person mm -hmm. event. It's just crazy. Yeah. yeah. 
we, we're now capping the audience in London. We just you just can't get into it anymore. Wow. I think we've still got room to grow here. Of course, it's a, you know it's a first event, so I think we will have more vendors. We'll have more experiences. We'll have a larger audience coming because we we do have people who have come from other parts of the world for this festival as well. I guess we've given them an excuse to come to Los Angeles. You know? <laughs> like you need you an know, excuse, if, but that's the excuse. If it was Omaha, Nebraska, they probably <laughs> they probably wouldn't have come right. to our coffee festival. But, but we've certainly given a lot of international people. We've had people from Germany, New Zealand, Australia, China. We've, it's been quite amazing the amount of people that come from abroad as well. Sure. It must be fulfilling for a guy who started in Houston discovering well, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my early day was my early days were down in Australia and and. Um, you know, I've been lucky enough to travel the world yeah. as well, but that those moments on campus where the excitement of something different in coffee, you know, was a really important seminal moment. And, you know, and, and those are the days that Starbucks was like in, an incredible innovator. Sure. Yeah. Um, now we have thousands of innovators all across the country doing great things and Wow, isn't that exciting? You're living yeah. the life. I'm living the life, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for You're being welcome. on yeah, the show. Really this is a really great event. Uh, the, I mean, we've had a great time here. Yeah. Everybody's been wonderful. And like I said, everybody here has a smile on their face. So thank you so much for inviting <laughs> us, for having us. Thank you. We look forward to next year and drinking more coffee. Excellent. Yeah, thanks absolutely. a lot. Thanks. Appreciate thanks it, Jeffrey. So that was a treat. to get. We got to sit down with him. And uh, the amount of work that they put into this book I'm very impressed. Yeah, I am too. I mean, it makes me want to write a book. <laughs> Does it really? I mean, yeah. I was impressed by his criteria that he used to go into these different stores. Yeah, it wasn't just I, it wasn't just a taste test. It was pretty involved. Yeah, going in, getting the vibe, you know, seeing how they uh, how they make the coffee, getting a real feel for the place, and then you know, looking in detail at, at you know the equipment and the preparation. And then, you know, finally the flavor and the taste of the coffee. Yeah. And with so many coffee shops in L.A., uh, to do that and then just to narrow it down to that many, uh, even 40 is, is not a lot for, for as compared to how many we have in L.A. Uh, that's impressive feat. <laughs> it must have taken a while. Uh, but it's great to have a guide like this. And what I think we should do, Miles, is we should make it our mission now to go out and compare notes. But you know what we should do? What's that? Is that we should just get the list of all the places. Yeah. Not look at what's top 10, top 40. All right. And see if we agree. Aha. After we go to all 110 of these. <laughs> how long will that take? Uh, two years? Yeah. We'll, we'll be back to you. Once a week. In a couple years. <laughs> Hopefully they'll all be still open in two years. No, I, I guess that's why it's good to have the uh, the guide. Well, you'll have opened your shop by then. No, I, I have no intention of opening up a shop. But it'll be, it's great to have the guide so that if we don't get to hit one of these coffee shops, we'll know if it's good or not. <laughs> That's right. No, but it's just great to have the guide. Uh, so uh, again, uh, thanks to Jeffrey for uh, sitting down with us. It was a lot of fun. So Miles, Jason, we've you know we're at the coffee festival. We're drinking all this coffee. We have another minute or two. Did you have a good week this week? I had a good week. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? I did. I I had a great week. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, yesterday I got to spend some time with my boy. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, which is, you know, it's uh, sometimes he's so busy with things and I've got work and stuff, but I, I had the entire day with him. And so we decided, uh, you know, uh, one of the things he likes to talk to me about is um, his, uh, his PE class that he takes in school. You know, Physical education. That's right. He's in third grade, and I'm always impressed because he tells me, he says, yeah, Daddy, today we ran a mile. 
and I'm thinking to myself, when I was in third grade, that seems far <laughs> for third grade, doesn't it? I didn't run a mile. Yeah, I don't remember how far I was running back then. You, you ran to the fence and back. That was your run, uh, and you know that was probably 200 yards of that. Uh, so when he says, "Yeah, we ran a mile," I said, "Well, that's great." And, I, and so I said, "Well, you know, we have some time. You want to go run?" And he's like. Oh, well, okay. It's not my favorite thing to do, but Ugh. I'll do it. <laughs> so we decided, we went to the no, park I don't go where on. he runs. And because they do it at, uh, at the school, there's a park across the street and they go around this certain track. And, uh, and I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm in good shape. You know, I ride my bike. So oh, yeah. I can hang on. Outstanding. Well, I, you know, physical. Shape. And so, <laughs> but I don't run. And so, but I'm thinking to myself, hey, he's a third grader. Riding and running are very well, different. Well, it's different, but you know, he's also a, a lot smaller than I am. And you know, how fast can he be? Well, so we go. You have to communicate to him that you yeah. are still the alpha male of the house <laughs> and that you can outrun him. No, that's no. one of those things you can't let. Yeah. Once they get to third grade, yeah. you can't let them beat you. Oh. You no? have to beat them until Unt it is like until it's until impossible. They're you have to beat them until they're beating you. Okay. Legit. All right. Well, I mean, you can like <laughs> pretend you're maybe not as fast and yeah. give them a fighting chance. Sure. You can't. Well, that's true. Old. You know, they'll see right through it. That's maybe true. when they're in like preschool, kindergarten. Well, then you'll be happy how this story ends. You crush them. Well, <laughs> because while he, first of all, let me say. He's the third grader. I didn't expect this, but we, we start the run, and he's off. He's off to the races, and I'm like, are you sure you want to go at this pace? Because we were booking. He says, yeah, this is about how, how far I run. How far are you going? We're, well, we had just started the run. And are you racing, or are you just going on a run? Just on a run. Oh, okay. Just on a run. But he decided he, this is the pace he runs, and it was a brisk pace, for, <laughs> especially for his age. And so I, you hadn't determined how far you are going to go. Well, no, we had, we had decided to probably do just half a mile versus so the whole Twice mile. around the track? Yeah, twice around the track. And so uh, we're running, and I'm like, okay, this is good. This, I'm, I'm impressed. Son, you can tie yourself out. No. <laughs> Pace yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, you threw all the throw all those things. But then eventually, uh, he kept going, and, and I, that's what impressed me is that he kept going at that pace, and he was talking to me while at it. So I was very impressed by that, and I, I was hanging on, no problem. But at the end, Dude, it's like you got to last at least till like seventh grade. <laughs> you got four more years. That you yeah, need I, to outlast them. I know. But here's it's time to go and jog <laughs> just to maintain your dominance. So we're approaching the finish line <laughs> and we're approaching the finish and he says okay this is where we sprint i'm like well i gotta show him <laughs> all right son <laughs> dad still got it you said it <laughs> and of course he took off and again i was very impressed by the speed yeah 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 did you uh, crush yeah, him yeah I crushed okay him. good <laughs> How'd he take it? No, he was fine with it. He said he expected that, and rightfully so. Tell him to continue <laughs> expecting it for another several years, <laughs> if not for eternity. And then after that, we decided, you know, we were outside. Uh, let's go throw the football around. Because uh, I used to play a lot of football. I used to be the quarterback for a team. I'll a say team? that. A team? Or a real team? Well, it was real enough. It was flag football. It was, it was just oh, yeah. But I know how to throw the ball, and so I wanted to see how he had done, because I had taught him when he was a little kid, but, you know, that all stuff, that memory goes away. And so he said, yeah, coach, his, uh, his coach at school taught him how to throw the ball. I said, oh, this is great. So he throws me the ball, and it's this terrible duck. You know, it's like flopping all over. Son, you're an embarrassment. <laughs> no, I would never. And uh, so I said, well, let me show you uh, a couple things. And he's like, no, coach showed me this. And he's like, all right. So he throws another ball, and it kept duck after duck, and it didn't go very far. And I was like, let me just show you one thing, will you? Uh, just one thing. He said, okay. So I, I adjusted his hand position, and all of a sudden, 
bullets started coming out of it, out of his hand. It was just the greatest thing. It's like boom, boom, boom. And I said, see, what do you think? And he was so impressed that dad. What did you show him to put his hands on the laces? Uh, how, to, how to put his hands properly on the laces so that when. How you, was he holding them before? It was, he had his hand down towards the middle bottom of the laces. And when you do that, you're just going to throw nothing but ducks. So you have to have your hands towards the top of the nose of the ball, tips of the fingers on the laces. And, and uh, as soon as he did that, spiral, spiral, spiral. And he was throwing them really well. And he was so impressed that dad actually knew what he was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice feeling. When are you going to break it to him? You're not going to let him play quarterback. No, I haven't gotten team. that far yet. <laughs> My wife is completely against him. If he was really, yeah. if he was like Peyton Manning, yeah. Tom Brady level, uh-huh. Uh-huh. do you let him play in like full uh, contact? You football? know, that's the thing. Uh, it, the inside of the, Okay, yes, I see what the, you're talking about. <laughs> if like, that is the yes. thing, sure. I got gotcha. to... <laughs> Loud and clear. But the outside of me is like, well, actually, it's my wife that's saying, no, I don't want him to play. I don't want him to, he could be the next big mind of the world. I'm like, "Ah, yeah, but maybe not too. (laughs) Yeah, but he could be the next Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a difficult thing. But regardless, whether he plays professional football or not, that wasn't the point. The point is, is that uh, we had a great time. And it was always, it's a cool moment to have that uh, where your son realizes, hey, maybe dad actually knows what he's talking about. Because usually, you know, dad doesn't know what he's talking about. (laughs) I'll do it my way anyway. So you crushed him in a race. Yes. And then you taught him how to throw Throw a football. You guys are just having like the quintessential day. (laughs) That's right. It's a really, it was a true father-son day. Where we did what all the, the things th- what that was you the third would, part of that. You uh, guys go out for root beer float? No, <laughs> no, no. Teach him how to barbecue. No, but I'll tell you the one thing. Uh, good thing was is that originally he, after this we started this, he wanted yeah. to go back home and watch TV. But when he started throwing the football well, and I was showing him some other things, and we were doing little drills and things, he didn't want to leave. He wanted to stay there and keep playing, and it was beautiful. And we stayed at the park literally for about three hours just wow. playing ball. And it was a great moment. You know, it's one of those things that you see in the movies. Uh, and it, when it happens in real life, it's like, oh, okay. I guess that's where they got that story from. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a great day. Did you, uh, how about you? Uh, did you have a good week? Yeah. Day? You know, my kids, uh, so my, my oldest loves playing football. Oh, he does? Yeah. He actually loves playing football, basketball, baseball. Are you going to let them play professional football if they turn into the next Tom Brady? Uh, Kicker. Oh. It's, he's not going to be the next Tom Brady. He's going to oh. be the next uh, Oh, uh, Greg Zerline. <laughs> Sebastian Janikowski. Oh, there's Sebastian. There's a good one. He's a FSU. I guess it'd have to be Goskowski or Adam Vinatieri. Yeah. Who would be like your uh, Vinatieri, well, Vinatieri, is, uh, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah, no, so his brothers are starting to get into it now a little bit more, but he's been playing a lot of like one on zero. He plays like both teams in, in these multiple sports. So we'll go have like a one-man football game out front yeah. and baseball basketball and he keeps score and so like posted all over the house now we have like all these scoring updates of uh of like the football game the latest football game going on because we'll end up going somewhere in the middle of the game and he wants to keep score and keep track and he'll come back and like finish the game later so it is like i mean this is this is how kids get better at this stuff you know they get they they enjoy it and they love it and of course and they, yeah uh, they keep track and it's pretty cool to see. Yeah. I think I'm going to start a season uh-huh. at the house where instead of having these like random games, it'll be like starting a season in a video game where uh, <laughs> you're like playing every team yeah. and uh, and seeing if you go, you know, seeing what your record at the end of the season is, making it through the playoffs. <laughs> no, it's nice. I think uh, eventually I'm seeing some like 
quality two on two, we're still a few years away. Oh, like when you do say two on two, who's the two on two? Probably me and the youngest, and then the oldest. Oh, the so you, oh, okay. So yeah, it's, that's you're, my you're, guess. You're the two. You're the second on the two. Yeah, we got a little bit of time. All right. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I say you have a few minutes. I mean, eventually the teams will probably have to switch the teams up. Yeah. Here and there, <laughs> depending on the sport. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and I coached the middle one at soccer. Yeah, he had a breakthrough game in the last game. I would say. You really? Know, you see those breakthrough games? Yeah. And those breakthrough performances where they just take it to the next level. No way. Yeah. But when you say breakthrough, did he be like scoring madman or? Just like engage the whole game, like doing what you tell them to, wow. you know, like running all that, running after the ball. So it's like a, it's like a, a switch f- turns on. Yeah. And then there's like they turn into another human being that you would have never expected because the person that lives with you just doesn't do those things. And they come <laughs> off all tired, and you're like, "That's it, son. Way to go. Get out there and you know keep fighting." And they look at you all determined, and they're like, "Yeah." Wow. And then they go out there and they actually. That's that's fantastic! Congratulations. Dude, we're just like two dad commercials. Right <laughs> yeah, that won't last long. Richard but let's take Sunday. it in while we can. <laughs> that's right. It won't last. No, maybe maybe we'll be lucky, but you know how it is. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Well, we're still here at uh, the LA Coffee Festival, and we're talking about kids and drinking amazing coffee. Uh, what are you drinking there, Miles? Uh, my twelfth. Uh, sample. <laughs> really? Yeah. Twelfth? Wow. I'm still finishing up my white Russian. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> Maybe that's why this podcast is going the way it is. Careful. It's uh, going to steal your password. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this is the last day of the LA Coffee Festival, unfortunately. Uh, so you have something to look forward to. Put this in your calendar for next year. And it's something you definitely want to come to if you're a coffee fan. You'll get everything and anything that you can imagine it's here and you can uh touch it taste it you know the whole thing and meet a lot of great people at the same time so so, so jason let's come back next year yeah let's do this again next year i think it'll be yeah. fun it's uh, and it, it's only going to get better i mean think about it it'll it, be like thanksgiving yeah where you just don't eat anything for a couple <laughs> days ahead of time that's we right. just won't drink coffee for a couple days then we'll come out here oh that's genius and it'll be All over the- <laughs> over caffeination <laughs> i love that idea we'll do that we'll save up well, that's all we have to say about the Los Angeles Coffee Festival. And thanks again to Jeffrey Young for chatting with us. And a shout out to Katie Cooper, Samantha Hughes, and everyone at the Coffee Festival. It really was a great event, and thanks for having us here. So, Miles, before we wrap up the show, there, uh, we just do have one little piece of uh, news that we have to say is in the next few weeks, we'll be making some major changes to our show. And we wanted to, should we just tell them, give them a few little highlights real quick? Yeah. All right. So uh, the, the rules are changing. We talked about that last week, so that'll be we're fun. eliminating the rules. <laughs> yeah, no I guess we rules. are. No more rules. Plus, we're covering all of Los Angeles uh, and maybe potentially go out to other places around, too. And uh, we're also going to be getting to know the people behind the coffee. Yeah. It'll be fun to, to really get to know the people that have a true passion for what they do. And then, of course, one of the bigger things is that we're basically going to go to shops where we're bringing you only the best in coffee. Uh, so I guess that means the ratings are out the door, too. Oh, man, this show is changing, Miles. Crazy. <laughs> no more ratings, That's no more a, rules. <laughs> it's a, just a crazy thing. So we hope you enjoyed this special edition of our podcast. And if you did, please share it with a friend or two. That's how our show grows, and it's thanks to listeners and subscribers like you that share the show that make a big difference, and we really appreciate it. And if you have a question or an idea for our show, go to coffeecafepodcast.com. There you'll find links to our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and email, and we'd love to hear from you. 
Thanks again for listening. And remember that we're here to hunt for the best coffee around so you don't have to. Until next week, enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Later, Jason.